do I just start this with like creepy hi now? Is that how I, is that my thing? Is that the know. entrance? Do we really have an intro to this? No. I, I think we just usually start talking about random stuff. Well, we don't have like, there's the, the classic episode has like, I literally just sit here in the room and Rob, Alex and I will just start talking mm-hmm. randomly. And at some point I just started pushing record. They have no idea. Oh, well, that's always good. Yeah. And then at some point they kind of look at me and they notice that my face is always at the mic and I'm doing the mic thing. Yeah. And they kind of get the visual cue of, oh, we should, oh, we're on. Oh, oh, we're on. Yeah, yeah. And then at some point we actually do the intro and that's how it works out. Oh, okay. Whereas Raised by Spoilers, Rich is very structured. Yes, I know. We so, have an actual intro for that one. So we have an actual intro. So it all depends on like who's around. So I don't know what we do. I don't Do we have a thing? What's our thing? I don't know. We just stare at each other and go, do we have a thing? Can I, can I make our thing? Ka-pa-chow. No. No? Okay. No. Right. No, but uh, we are here today to talk about a game yes. in our digital love episode. A game that is just super, super fucking cute. <laughs> yeah, I, I can definitely see why you would enjoy that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's cute as overload. <laughs> Everything is squishy and squeaky and like rainbow colored and it's just great. <laughs> I, I did like the art style. The art style was quite nice. I Real briefly, we talked about what the episode would be uh, from our last episode, I think. Or at least I did on, cla- on the last class. Yeah, I think, I think we mentioned it. We're talking about slime rancher. Yes, the ranching of the slimes. The, the, yes, I do, in fact, like the ranching of the slimes for a short <laughs> period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, do you know if this was an indie game? Mm, no. No, I don't think it was ever considered an indie game. No? Wasn't no. classified in that field? No. No, it was just sort of a, um, I don't know, a niche market release on Steam, because realistically, that's generally what those games are. So the people that knew about it knew about it, and the people that didn't didn't. So was it really that niche? Yeah, I don't know that it did that well. I mean, I don't know. I actually don't know. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. But uh, I, I mean, it's come up in a couple times during like Steam sales, and I think that's what what pushed me to get it in the first place. So as far as I can tell, it's pretty popular. Like there's. A lot of people that know the name. Oh, yeah. A lot of people may not have played it, but they at least know of it. Sure. Yeah. It's a pretty unique style of game, I guess. Yeah. So all of these games that we're playing are all things that one of us got into without the other person. Correct. It started off separate of each other. Elden Rings. Well, I guess Elden Ring. We kind of treated it in the Dark Souls-y category. Yeah, so I started that was, that with that was Souls. your thing. And even like when, we, when it first came out, you played it and then I caved eventually. True, so. true. So this game is something that you played first. I have never played up until this request, mm-hmm. up until this. I don't know whether I call these challenges because they're not like we're not challenged to do something, but these experiences. Uh, it's a challenge because generally the games that I play are not the games that you play. And it's real struggle for you to play them. It, but it's also struggle the other way around because there is a game that we were going to do an episode on that I'm still not sure if we ever will. And it really puts a kibosh on a lot of other episodes. Which one? The, the episode that has not been released yet, but might might come in the future, DMC three. Oh yeah, that one's rough. That one's really rough. So the I roughness really, is both ways. I really hate ways. the playstyle of that game. Yeah, the roughness is both ways. Okay, that's fair. It goes yeah. both ways. Yeah, you're but right. luckily, I can say, unlike the last episode, this is not one of those. You don't hate Sly I Rancher. I don't hate it. <gasps> that's amazing. I, I can even say that <laughs> I got into the Zen. Yeah. And, and enjoyed enjoyed it for a while. Yeah, I mean. It is very much a Zen game and that's its total purpose. And that's what it was marketed as. It's just supposed to be a chill, collect slimes and, you know, create a ranch kind of game. That's it, it. it is. Yeah. So let's describe this game for people who have not heard of it. Okay. Slime Rancher 
is oh geez it's like a stardew valley mixed with a you know go run around and explore the world kind of thing and then there's just a bunch of really cute slimes very i think it's very like heavily um asian inspired um design oh for sure like artistically and thematically and whatever else um but yeah there's really no no like driving purpose or goal behind it other than like make the best ranch you can and make a bunch of money and have a bunch of slimes and have like i don't know a a reciprocal factory of slime raising i guess yeah you make the food to feed the slimes that gives you money to make the food better to feed the slimes to make the money yeah it's kind of (laughs) it's got a the smallest hint the earliest hint of that like satisfactory uh factorio uh dyson sphere program yeah kind it's of very thing. like process oriented but it's also very process light yeah like you are expected to kind of you know get better tech to you know have better facilities to be able to host your slimes better and do things better with them but uh but it's very minimal automation yeah it's very minimal automation you're supposed to kind of manually do everything yourself yeah it just gives you more all all the upgrades do for the most part is give you more or make doing them it's not there's only one two parts of it that are automated as far as i can tell Mm. maybe there's the third but i haven't gotten there yet it seemed really high and out out of my reach at this point yeah fair enough so all right. So first I've got to ask, we're going to start on your side. We're going to start our story of Slime Rancher from the beginning. Okay. Which is you. The You're way, the, the way back. The way back. Yeah. The way back machine, which I've recently had to use. Yeah. Um. So what interesting is this game? Why, why did you start playing this game? It's not some super old game that you have long nostalgia of since you no, were a child. No, it really wasn't. So what got you into this game? Why do you, why was this game this episode? What did you... What got you into it? So it started in the way back time of 2020 during peak pandemic where I'm stuck in my house and I have nothing to do and I've exhausted all of games and hobbies that I had at the time and I couldn't purchase anything new unless it was, you know, online. And I went, okay, well, now what do I do? So I think, I honestly believe it was just one of those things that was like on sale on Steam at the time. And I looked at it and went, yeah, you know what? This is really, really cute. And I didn't really know what the purpose of the game was or really what it was about. I hadn't heard anything about it. So you were sold on the cuteness. I was sold on the absolute cuteness of it. I just looked at it and went, look at those little cute little slime faces. I mean, you can't say no to that. Oh my God. So I bought it. And honestly, I think I bought it. I didn't even play it right away. I just sort of had it in my Steam list and then left it, let it simmer for a while and then came back and went, okay, you know what? It's time. And then I just like went hard into it for... I don't know, a week or two straight. And uh, yeah, it was, it was enjoyable. Honestly, it was more, it was, it was a lot better than I anticipated because I really had no expectations for it, but I really enjoyed it for what it was. So. Okay. All right. Fa- fair enough. So yeah. this game wasn't a standout, like you gotta play it. It was a, you just kind of came oh, and no. you found some no. chill. It was just, I just sort of like happened upon it on accident and I really had nothing better to do. So I was like, you know what, whatever it was, it was cheap. I think it was like, maybe 20 30 bucks at most at the time because it's not like a triple a title by any means no so i just sort of picked it up and just started playing it and i i don't think i really got into it at first but i think the more i played it the more i enjoyed it got it so yeah interesting yeah because i think my feeling was a little bit opposite of that really yeah um the more i played it the more i was like okay this is getting dry yeah i i guess there was kind of like a 
a I don't know what you want to call that. Yeah, like there there was it started out slow and then it got to a peak point and then it kind of came back down again. Yeah, that that was exactly how I experienced it. Yeah, I think I just experienced it a lot faster of a parabola than you did. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) So obviously we just got your first thoughts and it was just cute. That was your first thoughts on the game. Just adorable. What. What were your first thoughts when you started playing it? You know, the, the beginning of that peak, right before the parabola picked up. Um, You know what? I was a little lost because there isn't a lot of direction in that game. Mind you, it doesn't, I feel like it doesn't need it, but it could use a little bit of a nudge in a direction would have been nice. You're yeah. just sort of like dropped in a ranch and you go, okay, do things, make a ranch. And you're like, okay, how the fuck do I make a ranch? So I feel like I stumbled around a lot for a little while yeah. trying to like, okay, you know, oh, this is how you pick up a slime. Oh, this is how you build stuff. Okay, well, this, the, you know, this behaves in this way. And it, it was it was a learning curve for a little while. And then once I kind of figured out that learning curve, I felt that like it got a lot better. See, what was strange to me, and this is where I kind of, we took different paths in this game, it seems oh, absolutely. like. Whereas you went the explorey route. Yeah. I ended up going the mastering the processes and I I basically had unlimited money by the time like within two hours of playing the game. Yeah, and I think that was one of my big issues was I was more focused on exploring the world and unlocking the world, I will say, and finding each of the different slimes and like that kind of thing. But my actual ranch itself kind of suffered because I didn't spend a lot of time um, perfecting those processes and you know, farming money or, you know, whatever the case was. So I was kind of gated by that at one point. It got Mm -hmm. to the point where like I couldn't explore anymore because my ranch sucked. So I needed to like spend a bunch of time interesting doing those processes in order to actually progress any further. And I think that's kind of where it dropped off for me. Okay. Oddly enough. So I had something kind of opposite. Okay. Which is I built into my ranch mm-hmm. and I learned the art of combining two to make a bigger one that vomits out too. And then I also yeah. learned the idea that whenever you feed it the food, it's favorites, you get two of the food instead of one of the food. Yes. So I learned all of that and I went, oh, okay. And I understand farming and I, I okay, I can upgrade my farm and I can, oh, okay. I can, and I can make it bigger so I can get more in there and mm-hmm. put the cap on so they don't jump out. And I learned all of that. I figured all that stuff out, but I eventually got caught where I basically had a combination of every type of plort. I think they're called plort plort. Yeah. The, the little material you use to actually sell the, the, the slime poo, slime poo, the slime poo that you actually um, sell. And so I had this farming machine that I could, I had nearly unlimited of those. Mm-hmm. I had a storage facility full. I was playing the market. So the, the yeah, price would go that. up and I'd, I'd hold up when the prices were down. Uh, Cause based on how much you sell the previous time. And then I'd go and sell all like 900 of my slime you stuff. Basically all at played once. Slime economics. I played slime economics <laughs> and I was basically like, I didn't carry a lot of money on me, which was funny. I mm-hmm. would just spend, I would only spend when I needed to. Sure. Cause I was like, I don't, I don't have money. Like I bought all my things were fully upgraded. I had right. every plot unlocked and I went through all this and I there, it was when I hit the fabricator. Yeah. And I went, they're like, oh, you need this other kind of slime. I'm like, I've never even heard of that kind of right. slime. And you you wouldn't have because you didn't go and explore. Because I didn't go and explore. Like the, the types of slimes you had were very limited. Okay, to be clear, I, 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 this is this is my my problem with the game. Uh, my, one, the one problem I have with the game. Sure. Well, I, I have a few of it, but this is my major one. 
I did explore, but every time I explored, I was hit with either a giant slime just sitting there, okay, or a locked door. Mm -hmm. And I had no sense of what I was supposed to do. I'm like, okay, I don't know how to get, like, what do I do with these big slimes? Because they just sit there. They don't do anything. And what do I do with these doors? I don't know. But every time I went and did a mission for someone at that mission board, and when I unlocked certain things, I don't know what I unlocked, certain milestones. I, I never figured it out what I was triggering. Right. But I would get unlocks. I would unlock options for my character, and I would unlock options for the pens and the farms and yeah. the garden. So I assumed that upgrading my gar- my farm was the thing that got me to the next stage. So I had just kept upgrading my farm because I was rewarded for upgrading my farm, but given a locked door for exploring. Yeah, and you know what? I... I remember, because it's been a while since I've played it, I remember the locked doors, and I remember actually having to Google how to unlock areas, and I felt like it was some, like, weird, random thing that you had to do, but I I just don't, I don't remember it off the top of my head. Well, that's, so what, what I, that's exactly what I ended up having to do, is at some point I went, okay, I think you were, you know, we have our computer, our computer side by side. And at some point, I think I said to you, I'm like, I don't think they're doling out my upgrades as fast as I'm going. I think I'm going faster than the game anticipates me going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And I made that comment and you kind of went, ah, yeah. And then a few moments, like an hour later, I'm like, okay, this is getting dry. Like, what's going on? Something's not right. And it's when I figured out that you had to feed food from your farm to the big slimes who then explode and give you keys to unlock the doors. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That's what it was. And then I was like, oh, that's where I get the boom and the explosive slime and all these other slimes. And I was like, got it. Yeah. Okay. So then I went back and I already had everything fully upgraded. So I just threw a bunch of slimes into some pens, mated them, immediately had the ports. It's like, I was so far ahead of the game at that point. (laughs) It it wasn't even a challenge. It wasn't a game anywhere. It was just like, you are coming with me, good sir. And I just had to launch it in there. But it was weird that, like, I think the game, you can tell that it's not a fully um, tested game. Like, there is some gamifying things I found that I could kind of break, like that economy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And also, there's clearly a lack of, even though it's a game that you do what you want to do. Do you want to do the uh, production or do you want to do the exploring? You decide. Mm -hmm. But they still needed some type of hint that if you want to progress, you got to go in this direction. Yeah, and I guess, and I just saw this, like, today... Um, there's a Slime Ranger 2 that got announced, but mm-hmm. I, I guess it kind of like went under the radar, just sort of, yeah. it was announced and then that was it. So who knows? Maybe they'll, maybe they'll fix some stuff with that one, but, uh, maybe I think it has some value if they do. And this is, this is the guy who likes Dyson Sphere and mm, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. You like it, the processes. If they added more automation, um, and made exploration maybe clearer or make more sense. Because, like, the plorts could attack you, but you couldn't stop them unless, I think, you fed them. Yeah, there was specific, like, aggressive ones that, yes, you had, to, you had to feed them in order to make them non-aggressive. Yeah. So that was just that was just a game mechanic. And they could, like, smash into you and, like, knock stuff out of you and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. And they needed to automate some things. Like, it would take me forever to move... 300 plorts from yeah, storage that was real fucking annoying. to economy. <laughs> so they definitely need to f- clear out some things, but I get the feeling based on the art style and that methodology, it was definitely designed for the Chinese market. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Without a doubt. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> so what feature or game loop, you know, we call it, we 
certain games, everything has a game loop. It has a design that feeds into itself mm. so that you just keep enjoying the same thing over and over and over again. And wow, it's leveling up or raids, right? Um, what was your favorite feature or game loop? Like, out of all the openness of this, what was the thing that attracted, that you enjoyed doing the most? Um, I think it was like slime and area discovery. Cause you know me, I love exploration. I love like, you know, finding new things, little treasures, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think the biggest thing for me was like each time I went to an area and I got to see like new different types of slimes and like figure out how to interact with them and what they did, you know, their behaviors and stuff like that. Like that was, that was what kept me in that loop. There was different behaviors between the slimes. Yeah, absolutely. Didn't notice it at all. Oh yeah. There's some that are like shy, some that are um, aggressive. There's some that will uh, only come out at like certain times of the day. There's um, slimes that will go invisible and then there's ones that will like specifically like hunt for food or whatever the case is. So they're very like food motivated, but they'll shy away from you. If you like, if you throw like a carrot on the ground, it'll come over and get it kind of thing. Interesting. Um, yeah. They actually have like AI behaviors. Most of them are just fucking obnoxious. Yeah. They I try didn't to, notice like, any of it. Bounce around and get out of your pens and fuck with your shit. They'll have to, like <laughs> eat your chickens and eat your produce and yeah. you know, generally destroy everything you've worked towards. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I didn't find there was a much, like there was, okay, there's a difference in some. There's the, the nighttime little flappy ones that could kind of flutter upwards. Yeah, the upwards. phosphorus ones. The f yeah, exactly. The phosphorus ones. And then there's the rollies who were kind of very hostile and tried to roll at you and hurt you. Mm -hmm. But I didn't notice that much different. It, it felt more like each one had an ability rather than a different AI. I mean, you might be right. Maybe it's just the way that I interpreted it when I played it. I felt like they were fairly unique. But you're right, it might be ability-based, not AI-based. Yeah, fair but enough. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was cool. So I, I have a question here that I think we already answered, which is, did the art impact your choice? Oh, yeah. absolutely. It was it, the one thing that drew me into that game. It defined and you know funny? it. I think when I originally saw the slime design, I, I don't remember what it was that I thought of. Oh, um, uh, it was inspired by the art of... Um, Dragon Quest? Yeah. Yeah. So the Dragon Quest slime yes. with like the big goofy looking eyes. It's the first thing I thought the of when I saw it. Shaped. Yeah. And I think maybe they just sort of went like that and went like cuteness overload. Yeah. I don't know if it comes. I, I don't know if that art style is from anything but Dragon Quest. But when I think slime, I think from Dragon Quest right, for right. sure. So yeah. But no, it was literally the, the you know, bubblegum pink, you know, <sighs> super. They're, they're like digital squishmallows. Yeah, they are. They're, they're, I feel both like it's funny because I'm clearly an angry person. Like I, I would be, a, I, I think I've learned that I'd be a terrible ruler through this game. <laughs> okay. Because I would obviously, oh, there's a bunch of cute little slimes. And they're in my pens and look, they're pooping out plorts. Oh, they're so adorable. And then one jumps out and you're like, yeah, incinerator you go, motherfucker. Yeah. You know what's <laughs> the funny thing is I don't even remember building the incinerator. <laughs> So the fact that you were like, oh, you you were got out of line. All right, you're instant incineration. I'm like, oh, oh that's horrible. It's, Why would you do that? It's funny because not I knew it didn't have an impact. Sure, but yeah. Because I had to make my own story, make my own comedy. I would take, especially when I was growing them into the bigger ones, like mm -hmm. a little bit later, not later in the game, but you know, not immediately at the right, start. Right. I would when they got bigger, they got harder to contain, and I would take a big one that jumped out grab it and put it in front of everyone else and display them and say, this is what happens when you get out of your pen. And then I'd go and chuck it into the incinerator. And there was one That's that- vaguely terrifying. Yeah, there was one that got away uh, and ate my chickens. 
And mm-hmm. I took that one and fed it more stuff. So it became the angry one. Yeah, yeah. And then I went, yeah, this is what happens. And I put it in a pen on its own for a while <laughs> to make it suffer because I had extra pens. Oh, my God. So I gave it loneliness. And then I incinerated it in front of everyone else. You're a monster. <laughs> You're a fucking monster. <laughs> this is this is what I do. This is what happens when he, when you you just keep jumping out of your pens, and I'm like, I'm just trying to keep this organized. Did you ever? Did you actually get to the point where you had rad slimes? No. So I got to that point. I think that was like the most annoying because they were toxic just to be around. So, oh God! Because they're nuclear. They're nuclear slimes. So they would give you like basically radiation poisoning just oh for being God. in their presence. So you had to like build them a special pen that had um, like radiation shielding on it, basically. Oh, yeah. But when you encountered them out in the world, you had to get close enough to them to like suck them in. So you would like basically take damage each time. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is suffering. Why am I, ca- why am I collecting this stupid fucking thing? <laughs> but yeah. I'm going to name you Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's hilarious. No, I never did that. The biggest, the further, I, I didn't get very far in the development of the slimes. Mm, fair enough. Um, I just, I clearly expanded out in the wrong direction. Yeah, that's I, fine. You played the game as you wanted to play it. So well, I, no, it's as I thought I was supposed to. Or that, yeah. I was rewarded for performing tasks, so I kept performing the task. <laughs> fair it's almost like I followed Pavlov or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Something so th- like that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I think the game is imperfect, mm-hmm. and I think a Slime Rancher 2 could really be a good game. Yeah. And I think it also kind of suffered too because it was strictly single player. Yeah. So it's one of those games where like, I think we're in a world now where people realize that like games are more fun with your friends. Yeah. And yeah, having a single player for that game is, is you know, good, whatever. But I feel like it would have been fun to just run around and like fuck slimes up with your friends. I yeah, totally. Would. For us, it would be really well because you could develop in the adventuring and get us new slimes and I can perfect the management of the thing and that's usually how we do stuff we play games that's how we play together so you discuss that you you never finished the game no i i literally hit like a point of saturation i think yeah in the routine of it because it does it gets to a point where like you're kind of stuck in the same routine on a daily in-game basis and i felt like i couldn't get out of that routine because I couldn't get the progression that I needed to get out of it. But I also like didn't want to keep doing that routine. So I just sort of got sick of it and stopped. And that's kind of where I got to. I think I just got to it quicker than you did. Yeah. Where I was sitting there. I had this basically fully functional farm that or ranch, whatever you choose to call it, (laughs) um, that could make me nearly limitless money. Sure. Like I was, I'm sure this isn't a lot for later level, but where I was, where I could, everything I could afford, I could afford it without even thinking. I would literally go up to a plot of, like, I would unlock a whole new section of the ranch and then fully develop the entire ranch and still be like, I don't know what to do with the rest of my money. Right. And I and I still had plorts sitting in a storage that equals money. And I'm like, I, I don't know what to do right now. Yeah. And I think that was where I was like, okay. And I, I had that happen to me twice where I'm like, okay, I'm just... At this point, I'm just farming ranch. Like, can I not just automate those plorts now? Like, I think I've proven I can master it. Can we just make that Can I just make a conveyor belt that goes from this pen to this market thing that just feeds plorts into it and gives me limitless money? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Exactly. And and that's all I could start thinking about and going, okay, I'm done with this. Like, I clearly have proven that I've dominated this game. I totally get it. uh, And I kind of got a bit bored of it. But like I said, I did enjoy it for the Zen moments until I got to that point. Yeah. Like, for example, when you first started playing it, did you think, oh, my God, this is going to be another Amanda game and I'm going to hate this? 
Uh, yes. Yes, I did. I actually, yeah. I was very concerned I wasn't going to like it, <laughs> quite frankly. Um, I started going out in the world and collecting it and I like things would jump out of the pens and I'm like, oh no. Yeah, oh, they're kind no. of pieces of shit. They're like pieces that. of shit. And I'm like, oh fuck. And I struggled to like learn that I could upgrade the pens because you have to go back and push the button that's on the side. Like, yeah, I just, and you can upgrade each pen differently depending on like what you want to put in it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I just upgraded them all to be everything all the time. Oh, of course. Because I had the money. Yeah. Um, but I struggled at first because it was very like run over there with stamina. Fuck you, game. Oh, yeah. The stamina thing was real annoying. Oh, God, that was painful. That having to like run and not run at times. Like, oh, my. Can we all just agree that that's a shit mechanic? I think my first thought was, where's my horse? Yeah, or yeah. where's the, where's the slime, the horse-shaped slime that I can yeah. ride around, like a chocobo or something? Like, give me any kind of vehicle to get around in this world because it got to a point where yes the teleporters helped but there was a lot of just running yeah to like areas or whatever and then having to run back to your farm and it was it was annoying i always felt i didn't have enough inventory slots either so like going out in the world and running were like very short affairs yes yes you, they generally because you have to come back all the time to dump your yeah dump your load and then go out again and then you go out there and you suck stuff and you're constantly like sucking in the the one thing you want with like two other different things yeah and you're like okay fuck fuck off and then if you've only if you're nearing the end of that adventure phase and you've got three slots filled with what you want and you're just trying to pick up that one thing you're like you suck and there's like three things next to it so you suck it all in hope you get the thing you want you didn't get the thing you want so you click it you vomit it back out yeah, yeah. and then try again suck up a different thing vomit that out and then suck it and you're like god damn it can i just click on the thing i fucking want please for fuck's sakes and then for yeah the issue with me with that too is i when i explored obviously the further you go the more like rare stuff you run into yeah so i would get out there and go oh wow like new resources i need this stuff and i would just keep encountering more new resources and i have to like prioritize okay what the fuck is more important what do i need more yeah so i'm like spitting stuff out picking stuff up going shit no i need that more spit that out get picked that back up like it was just it was a it was a i don't know a juggling of it ruined lack of inventory it ruined the will to adventure you you have this call to go out and explore but you got to a point where you're like i should go back home right and you're like well that's the when you're when you have a game that's asking you to explore it should be giving you rewarding you for constantly exploring not punishing you for discovering something and not being able to utilize it agreed and that's where i think this game could really use a slime rancher too because it has some really great mechanics but it has mechanics that fight against each other and ruin each other yeah but i also think it was marketed for a different type of player too right like yes north america likes um convenience and quick rewards whereas i feel like in the chinese market where it was probably originally intended they they're okay with that like utter repetition for small rewards and i don't know i feel like that that kind of longevity or like even just sort of it's not even longevity it's like fake longevity kind of works better there than there there will that's not even what i'm talking about the, what I'm talking about is, okay, let's look at something like Elden Ring, which I think is the epitome of exploration at oh, this absolutely. point. Oh, absolutely. When you, you go off and you, I don't know, you enter a new world, you know, you, you're suddenly, you enter a new zone. Right. You're not told you need to go back to base to put your stuff in your stash because you're afraid. No, you just keep going. You're encouraged to keep going forward. Yeah. Exploration begets exploration. In this game, exploration begets 
another trek back home because you got to shove those slimes back in a hole. Yeah. It, it, you, you are called, there's this new hallway of vines and shit. And you're like, oh, I want to go in there, but I can't. You know what though? In some games, it works. Like Stardew, we'll take Stardew Valley, for example, because this game is very similar to a Stardew Valley never mechanic. Played it. You never played Stardew Valley? Nope. Okay, that's in one of our next episodes. <laughs> You'll like that one. Uh, that that's that's process that you can do. We can actually play them together. Oh yeah, multiplayer because they have multiplayer now. Oh perfect. Um, so basically, in Stardew Valley, there's an area called the Mines, and it's basically just like I don't want you to call it like classic dungeon crawl like tower mechanic. So you can keep going deeper and deeper and deeper into the Mines, and every five levels you get like a save point basically, but the um day and night cycle will keep going when you're in those mines so you want to progress further to get better items to get more money to get better resources or whatever but at the same time like time is passing and your farm needs attention and your inventory is only so big too so you end up like you could progress further but you you're gonna lose out on the resources that you pick up there because you don't have the inventory space for them so they're using that as your cycle limiter kind of yeah um and there's also a chance too where like you have limited stamina and limited health and it doesn't regenerate over the day unless you eat items or sleep so you kind of get to a point too where if you get to um too low of stamina you can like pass out in the mines and then you end up losing items and losing money and you end up being punished for it. So it's like a really, it's a balance of like, how far do you push versus, you know, what do you gain from it? So here's the difference between that one. Slime Rancher is not, because you only have four slots the whole fucking time, mm. there isn't a, you get to explore for longer and longer, and there isn't a risk reward because it isn't a, the more you explore, or the more tools you bring with you, the further you can explore. It's not you designing how far you can explore. Sure. It's a, nope, you're filled up, go home. This, it's it's a hard limit, and it's it's a cease of exploration, whereas this one is a risk-reward type of thing. Yeah, but it does have a hard limit, too. Like, there is a point where you will reach where you simply cannot go any further, All right, no matter what you do. Yeah, that's bad design in my mind. So. that That's inherently bad design for most games. You should never inherently put a, uh, you know, the invisible wall. The yeah. invisible wall is, is bad it just, design. It forces you to essentially uh, spread out the time that you spend in that area over a longer period of the game. Yeah. So. See, we make fun of World of Warcraft for doing the exact same thing. Right. Time gates. Time gates with reputation, yeah. grind. Stuff like, yeah, it's the same we, idea. It's the exact same idea. And we make fun of those games for it because it's bad. It's designed to keep you. It's the same mechanic as, you know, the mini mobile games that want you to spend more time and slow you down. Oh, but you can pay money to speed things up if yeah, you want. I know. Now, I know Stardew Valley doesn't do that, but Stardew Valley is this weird game that acts like a mobile game, but doesn't monetize like a mobile game. Yeah, no, it's definitely a game where, like, you almost have to put 100 hours into it to even get anywhere in that game because yeah. you, are, you are limited by the in-game clock and like the seasons is to like what you can do and how far you can progress in the yeah. game um so you are kind of forced to play the long game which is not bad it, it was designed like that and people like it like people are willing to put you know hundreds of hours into stardew valley and that's what i'm concerned about if they do like a slime rancher 2 
I could totally see them turning this game free to play and saying, oh, well, you do you want the premium cage upgrade yeah. that doesn't let slimes jump out yeah like, i could totally see that too and oh well all your plants only grow once per day but here's this button that here's this option that if you pay for it it makes your farm grows faster like this isn't easily this feels like a mobile game that is not monetized like a mobile game yeah and they could they could, i i don't know much about slime rancher too so they could very easily do something like that but i kind of hope they don't i i, really I do. definitely hope they don't but so, uh yeah, so overall, you enjoyed yourself? Yeah, I, I think it's definitely a game that I'm, I, you know, yes, I enjoyed the time I had with it. Mm. But um, like many games, I'm a challenge-based person. Right. So I've, when I feel I have beaten a, I feel, okay, I don't feel like I've beaten a game necessarily um, when the credits roll. Sure. I feel like I've beaten a game when I know enough about the game that no matter what they throw at me i know the i think i'll know the answer yeah like i've learned their tactics and their tricks and there's no more surprises and i think that i've maybe not perfected any processes they've asked or game loops but i've gotten it to the point where you know perfection is something that youtubers do sure yeah yeah you know the, the, the overachievers the overachievers the let me solo her type folks yeah um solo her. yeah <laughs> I'm not, I'm not that perfectionist, but I get it to the point of, okay, this stops being a challenge and it stops being a surprise. That's yeah. when I think I'm done with a game. And so, this game hit that pretty quickly. I think I've played it for about six hours now hmm. and it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like I've beaten this game. This game at this point, it's, it's uh you know, there's a penalty in sports called delay of game. Yeah, and yeah. that's what it's doing to me at this point. It's just a penalty of delay of game. That's fair. It's stopping me from really maxing out my potential just by going, well, you have to go and do these other things. It's like, yeah, yeah, but I've proven, I've proven my point here. Right. I'm already the richest rancher around. <laughs> so you, you wouldn't play it after this, this discussion? Probably not. No. I might give rancher two a look. Yeah. And then, especially if it's multiplayer, I definitely play it with you. This is not, uh, what was it? What was the last one we did? Not stranger things. Fuck. Stranger Things. Uh, Life is Strange. Life is Strange. No. No, no. No. Uh, don't Starve. Don't Starve. Wow. How did I get that one? How did we get there? Yeah. yeah I, like, I played Life is Strange. Yeah, but... You played Life is Strange. I have not. Um, that one was literally painful the whole time. Yeah. That's fair. This one was not. This one was... At first, I was like, oh, God, what's happening? And then like, I got into a groove. And I'm like, okay, I got, I got into the farming. What happened is I started the yeah. farming. And I was like, oh, I can take this and I can farm that. And, oh, I don't have to leave my ranch anymore. <laughs> and that's when I was like, yeah. And then I started building up my money. Oh, so if I take this and if I look at the economy, I can do... Oh, oh there's a storage here. And I, okay, all right. And there's a groove I'm going into. I'm like, yeah, this is great. And then I got to the point where I was like, okay, what do I do next? Yeah. Like I've clearly bought everything. I've unlocked every aspect. And now I've just learned there is more types of slime, which I assumed there was. Yeah, there's a lot. But I didn't know how many. I didn't realize it's like I I assumed I just had to take different slimes and mix and match to make other slimes. No, you gotta find all the new you, ones. You gotta find all the new ones. And that's when I realized, oh, I've mixed and matched and they're not showing up in this fabrication list. Yeah. Which means the mix and matching isn't the important part. It's it's the brand Oh fuck. <laughs> oh no. And I went and then I had to go look up what I had to do, which was yeah. feed the things, get the keys. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I went and found another area and went, oh. And I started farming. I basically would just go in every day and farm the same type of slimes until they ran out of those slimes. Go put them in my pen, start anew. And I'm like, okay, well, 
<laughs> I'm done doing the processing. Now I'm just now I'm just running back and forth between a long trek to the next area. I'm like, yeah, I'm bored now. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so out of all the slimes you did meet, do you have a favorite one? Um yes. I forget their names, but the cat ones, the great cat ones. <gasps> That's my favorite, the tabby slime. The tabby slime, yeah. Yeah, it's super cute. It's Mostly like, because it only ate meat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was of a course. cat that only ate meat. Yep. It was the most annoying one because I still haven't actually figured out the mechanics of the pens and the chickens. The chicken coop? The chicken coop. Yeah. Um, as far as I can tell, what I could look up, people are like, yeah, if you just add a rooster and a chicken in there, they'll produce eggs and those the, the, the hatchlings will turn into adult hens and whatever yeah and sometimes roosters i'm like oh but i don't feel like it like it's not like the farming the gardens i would go there and be like listen i can't count all y'all because y'all are moving a lot but you look about the same number i had when i left yeah so i don't feel like you're you need to get to fucking (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's fair so i I just didn't quite get it i just kept throwing more and more from there's like a one of the ranch extensions you can get Mm -hmm. that just produced chickens every day yeah and i just fed it to them yeah fair enough so yeah but i did like the tabby one out of all the ones i did i did like them yeah that's my favorite the phosphorus ones got it the the rock ones caused me the most trouble Uh, when I made them the pink rock people oh, early yeah, on. the big ones. The big ones, they yeah. jumped out of their pens. All. They're the ones that got incinerated the most. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> well, because they like roll and bounce, so they're very violent. Yeah, they're very hostile. They, they, oh my God, they got very aggressive. Yeah. Um, especially early on before I got the automated pickup thing, like where mm, you could yeah, feed yeah. them automatically and you could uh, receive the stuff automatically. Yeah. Because I'd have to go in there and just like get pelted by a million of them while I'm just trying to suck up a plort. Yep. And then at some point I automated and I'm like, motherfuckers, I'm never going in there again. <laughs> Mo. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But it was it was good. Um, the explosion one kind of annoyed me. Yeah. The boomer or boom or whatever. Yeah, I don't remember. I forget what it's called. Yeah. It's like a lava colored. Yep. explodey one that's kind of annoying because the explosions went outside of the pen yes so it's like oh my god like what are you doing to me game like i i i understand this mechanic and dealing with it out in the world but when you're in my ranch just let me turn on like and i never unlocked a thing that's like stop explosions it doesn't seem to have been a, an upgrade mm. so i yeah, th- there was no like upgrade this pen to you know explosions stay within it yeah yeah it just didn't happen so i kind of would have to like run around and you know send food into it go push the button to suck stuff up and like kind of play this little game stay just outside of the range of it so you had to like know the range yeah oh my god this is just stupid dance the dance yeah you had to dance the dance but i think if they added more uh automation and a little bit more guidance on the exploration part and what you're supposed to do in certain scenarios Mm -hmm. i think this game could be a lot better and also i feel like their fabricator came in really late yeah, like yeah, I did. All the slimes that I saw you would need to even fabricate the most basic of things. It's like, no, I that's what's going on. Like, I don't have any of those. I don't even know what those are. Yeah. And I get it. I was a little late on that, but I still went exploring a few times, unlocked a few doors and still didn't find them all. Mm-hmm. So I know that fabricator is way later. Yeah. Which scares the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But yeah. It was a good game. I, I enjoyed the time I had. I had a lot of stuff vying for my attention mm-hmm. um but it, it was a good enjoyment i had i'd like i haven't been in a zen mode in a while like work has just got me your schooling and yeah. my work and I, all that combined has made for a very stressful time recently where like i don't feel in zen mode in games right now and this I game totally agree. 
Yeah. I don't even have time to game right now. No, you don't. My life just consists of homework. Yeah, that sucks. Really stupid homework. (laughs) Well, it's not stupid. It's stupid. It's for your career. Yeah, well, most of it. Um, but no, I, I enjoyed it. I did get a moment of Zen when, cause I think I'd played in the morning before you'd woken mm-hmm. up and I just, yeah. the house was quiet. Everything was quiet. And I would just, squeaky slimes to the incinerator with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So thank you for suggesting this game. It was a good game. Not the best game, but I still got some time of enjoyment out of it, which well, is that's, good. That's a plus. Yeah, for the amount of money it cost me because it was free because it was on Steam and I shared it from your Steam account. Yay! <laughs> so, I, 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 I got nothing else to say on it. Not me either. No, it was just, it was a random impulse pandemic buy that I ended up enjoying a lot more than I thought I would. And uh... Speaking of random pandemic purchases, which mm. one was better, this or Satisfactory? Because both of them were in the same category. Ooh. And around the same time. I don't know. See, I didn't. I didn't get the same kind of like, I don't know, dynamic hard on that you got for <laughs> fucking satisfactory and the, the, uh, uh, logistical processes. So I don't know. I, 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 they're, they're pretty close. They're pretty close for different reasons. All right. Cause satisfactory awoke something in me that I never knew. I oh, had. I know. Yeah. That was the only time that I've ever seen you play a game for like 14 hours straight yeah, to the point of literally my, my feet ballooning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd swelling in your legs because you hadn't moved for so long. Yeah. Uh, I'm old now. I can't just sit down and game for, for very long. Nope. Well, this has been nice. Thank mm-hmm. you for suggesting this game. Yeah. Thanks, you know for, th- thanks for not hating it. Oh, I know. It is nice not hating yeah, games, yeah. isn't it? Uh, what's our next game? Uh, oh, we're Pathfinder. Yes, because this is when I started playing for, I don't know how many years. This one's not a video game. No, this it's is technically a not digital. It's not really digital love. It's tabletop love. Yeah. I think next episode will be tabletop it's, love. It's paper love. Paper love. Paper and, paper and pen love. Yeah. Although, who the fuck, pl- I, I hate that pa- paper and pen. Who the fuck plays it in paper or pen? Uh, one of our friends. Really? Osher. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Weirdo. I know, right? <laughs> well, it's been fun. Yeah. Love you. Love you.